Hello everyone and let's begin. Today we'll be discussing an iconic woman in US history and that is the one and only Harriet Tubman, an escaped slave, a conductor on the Underground Railroad and a Union spy. But who was she and how did she begin this amazing legacy? Let's find out. So Harriet seems to be born 1820 or 1821. It is unknown on the exact date though. Her mother was named Harriet Green and her father Benjamin Ross. Her childhood was no picnic. She was a slave. She was enslaved by her you know, enslaver, obviously, and it was not a good childhood. She'd have a fear and dread of being sold or her parents being sold away from her or her other siblings. She would lose two siblings in her childhood from when they were taken away, and when she was five, she'd be taken to watch a baby from neighboring plantation. As she grew into a young woman, though, her faith deepened deeply. She also went with her parents to Caroline County. Her enslaver had a work project there, and this is in 1846 or 1847. She's a young woman here, about 17 or 18, and I don't really know anything else on her childhood. But it's here where she'd meet her husband. His name was John Tubman. He was a free black man. Dates on how they met, their courtship or marriage are unknown. Her biography states she was wed at 19. Although she herself was a slave, she was determined to be free, especially after she learned her mother could have been free years ago, but was instead kept as a slave. Her faith also played a role in this, and she felt as if she was called to do this, to escape her bonds, but also to help others escape as well. And she did. Harriet escaped and crossed into the north to freedom. Most escapees were men, and few would be successful, but Harriet, in just her 20s, braved the dangerous journey and was successful. She knew to travel north, and, and she knew to travel north, obviously, but also to follow the North Star and to travel at night, as it was less dangerous. She wasn't alone, though. Other conductors on this famed Underground Railroad helped her. And for a little backstory, in case anyone doesn't know, the Underground Railroad was not a real railroad. It was a series of safe places and people who would help slaves escape to freedom. Usually Philadelphia, but it went all the way up the coast, all the way up to Canada. Unfortunately, don't know any of the names of the people who helped her, and in Philadelphia was a haven for recently escaped slaves, but it was safe to keep going deeper north, and that would be best. But Harriet stayed and soon found employment. What she did there, though, was unknown. She soon joined in on the Underground Railroad, hoping with finding safe houses in a prominent role as both a fugitive, a woman, and black. She spoke out against slavery and risked enslavement and or death upon this work, but she still did it and did it well, helping both her family and random strangers find their freedom in the north, and this is in the early 1850s. Her code name was Moses, and just like the biblical figure, she led her people to freedom and would escort them all the way to Canada if need be. Again, records are basically non-existent for how many people Harriet hoped helped. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't go around being like, here, this is what I did. But it's believed to have been 300 people over the course of her 19 trips to the South. But in reality, it's assumed to have been 70 and over 13 trips. But regardless on the number, it's still an insanely impressive amount of people. In the late 1850s, Harriet would meet a man whose strength and determination matched her own, a man called John Brown. They soon became fast friends, and although it's unknown if Harriet joined in or supported John's plans for an uprising to end slavery, she did stand behind him. He failed and lost many of his men. He was soon hanged for his crime, and then he became a martyr for the cause of anti-slavery. During this time, also, she's a well-known anti-slavery speaker, as well as being a conductor. She's given speeches, and she also would attend women's suffrage meetings. And now it's wartime. In 1862, the war truly began. Many welcomed it. And soon Harriet joined the war in the war effort, first informally, then formally. She worked as a nurse and a spy for the Army, the Union Army. And finally, the day of freedom at last. On September 22nd, the Emancipation Proclamation happened, and that meant on January 1st, 1863, all the slaves in the rebellious states would be forever free. This was a massive victory. Another interesting fact on Harriet, it is... 
Interesting, I should say, not in the sense that it's good. She was illiterate. She couldn't read and she couldn't write. That is not a good thing, but this is what makes her intelligence gathering during the war so amazing because she gathered so much intelligence from this enemy lines, but she couldn't write it down. She remembered all of it. And that is incredible. Finally, in the summer of 1865, Harriet, along with many others, finally went home after the war. But Harriet didn't come home to just get idle, though. She, after putting up her guns, she had her home of her own, also something that is hardly brought up, if I'm honest, is she was quite the support of women's suffrage. In 1897, New England's Women's Suffrage Association gave a party in Boston to honor Harriet. She was also interviewed for the history of the Underground Railroad. She also attended meetings of the National Association of Colored Women in D.C. She worked hard to get her work with the war respected and also her pay. She was finally granted a very small amount of income. And many thought after now 70, she would finally retire. They were mistaken as she attempted to buy and keep a charitable institution for the poor and needy of her race. This is another round of trying to get her pay from the war raised. Finally, in February 1899, she was finally given $20 for her pension instead of the measly eight she had had. She had this institute for a few, a few years before she gave it to the Amen Zion Church, provided it stay as a home for the needy in 1903. In June 1908, Harriet was a guest of honor at the opening ceremony of the Harriet Tubman Home, was the only charity outside of New York City dedicated to the shelter and care of African Americans in the state. She still in her later years spoke out for the betterment of her people and women's suffrage. In November 1912, she had a will drawn up and named her niece, her grandniece, and the matron of the home as her heirs. Harriet suffered an illness and knew her time was running out. On March 10, 1913, she knew she was dying and she told her loved ones, quote, I go to prepare a place for you, end quote. And that is her life. The legacy of Harriet Tubman is honestly more than I can put into words. And I know this was very short and I really just wanted to get her story out there. She is rather well known. Her face has been on a quarter, I believe. And she is talked about. But she's always talked about as her work on the Underground Railroad and then forgotten. She did work for the war effort. She was a spy. She spoke out against women's rights. So, spoke out against women's rights. She spoke for women's rights. She did a lot of amazing things in her time. And I think that should be respected. But that's it for me. You'll find all my sources on Instagram and a lot of other women I cover. I might be um, not doing podcasting as much. I don't... It's not that I don't like it. It's just that... I don't like the set schedule of it all. So I might... My schedule, I don't even do it very um, very um, convenient. But I might just drop it every now and again instead of trying to do every week or every two weeks because... Well, I really do love it. I just, I don't like the pressure of like trying to put one lady out there every week. I want it to be enjoyable for everyone and for myself. So I will continue doing podcasting, but maybe not as frequent, but I am going to try. So for anyone who does listen and hang around, I really appreciate it. And I still will be dropping a new one, hopefully soon. She is on another kind of forgotten figure, but also overlooked figure like Harriet. And I think you guys will like. Bye.